This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you're new to the show, I read articles from rock star real estate investors every single day. Because we know you don't always have time for long podcast episodes or audiobooks. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. I used to think working from home was the dream, until it wasn't. Between the distractions and the solitude, I was struggling. But then, I discovered Industrious Office, and honestly, it's been a game changer. Every day at Industrious feels like stepping into a zone of productivity. The high-speed internet never fails me during crucial moments, and the workspace? It's not only stylish, but designed to boost your focus and creativity. Plus, the daily breakfast and endless coffees are super cool. Meeting other driven professionals right where I work has not just expanded my network, it's inspired me. It's amazing how being around other focused people can push you to achieve more, you know what I mean? If you're looking for a sign to change your workspace, this is it. Check out Industrious by visiting biggerpockets.com industrious. Then click join now and use the promo code pockets to get a free week of co-working when you take a tour. That's biggerpockets.com industrious and use promo code pockets after clicking join now. Experience for yourself how the right environment can change the way you work. Industrious. It's where your best work happens. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. DSCR Loans, the short-term rental investor's secret weapon to scaling their business. By Daniel Ramirez. When it comes to investing in real estate, securing the right type of financing plays a crucial role in any successful transaction. This principle holds even more truth for investors aspiring to venture into the short-term rental space, a burgeoning sector in today's real estate industry. 
The available options for financing are varied, encompassing traditional loans, hard money loans, or even loans sourced from personal connections. However, in this comprehensive guide, our focus shifts toward an incredibly powerful tool for scaling your real estate portfolio. DSCR loans. First, what are DSCR loans? We have tons of podcasts about this topic, by the way, just in the last couple of months. Go back in the archives and you'll find them. But here's a short definition. A DSCR loan, short for Debt Service Coverage Ratio, is a type of loan that is primarily underwritten and qualified based on the revenue of the subject property. Unlike more traditional types of financing that focus on the borrower's individual income, W-2s, tax returns, personal debt-to-income ratios, etc., DSCR loans adopt a different approach. They focus primarily on the income or projected cash flow that the property in question generates. The primary underwriting question is whether the property's income can cover the cost of ownership, mainly the principal, interest, property taxes, insurance, and HOA fees, collectively known as PITIA, linked with the new loan. Let's break this down with a simple example. Assume a property is expected to generate gross monthly revenue of $10,000 and the PITIA associated with the new loan amounts to $5,000. By dividing the projected income by the PITIA, $10,000 divided by $5,000, we get a DSCR of 2.00. This figure is representative of the property's ability to meet its debt obligations. Generally, most DSCR loans need a minimum of 1.00 times DSCR in order to qualify, with the best rates and terms available to DSCR loans of 1.25 plus. It's even possible in certain scenarios for a DSCR loan to be approved when the DSCR ratio is below 1.0. In short, DSCR loans can be a powerful tool in the toolbox of any short-term rental investor. By allowing investors to secure financing on the property's income, these loans eliminate potential personal income-related hurdles and pave the way for portfolio expansion. However, a thorough understanding of the different types of income applicable to DSCR loans is necessary to leverage their full potential. So, what types of income are used to qualify? When evaluating any potential short-term rental, it's crucial to understand the different types of income that the property may have and how a DSCR lender may use that income in order to underwrite and qualify the loan. So here are some factors lenders look at. Trailing 12-month income statement, or TTM, All right, typically the first type of income a lender will look for when evaluating a short-term rental is the historical income the property has generated through past operations. This form of income is commonly known as a trailing 12-month or TTM income statement, which represents the income generated over the past 12 months of operations. So if you're considering a property for purchase or refinance that has this historical data, a lender can use this information to calculate the DSCR and potentially approve the loan. Projected income. However, not all potential properties have a historical operating history, particularly when the previous owners did not use the property as a short-term rental. In such cases, projected income can fill this void. Today's marketplace offers several data services, like AirDNA and Rabu, to name just a couple, that can provide reliable income projections for properties operating as short-term rentals. While there are many DSCR lenders available to investors, 
only a small percentage of those lenders acknowledge these projections and can actually use them for the loan approval process. So it's really important to shop wisely and also ask the right questions regarding the income a lender will use for underwriting. One thing to consider when looking at a property's short-term rental-based income, whether it be historical TTM income or projected income, is the expense factor. Operating expenses for short-term rentals are often higher than those for long-term rentals, and lenders typically account for this by applying an expense factor, typically anywhere from a 20% to 25% reduction to gross rental income before running the DSCR calculation. Using our previous example, if a property has a monthly projected short-term rental income of $10,000 and a 20% expense factor is applied, the effective income drops to $8,000. We then divide this effective income by the $5,000 PITIA and we get $8,000 divided by $5,000, resulting in a DSCR of 1.60. That said, expense factors are not fixed rules across the lender spectrum, and not all DSCR lenders will utilize them in the same way or at the same percentages. It is even possible for experienced short-term rental investors to not have expense factors applied at all, which means they can use 100% of a property's income to qualify. 1007 Rental Survey Another method for underwriting a DSCR loan is with the rental income determined by the appraiser during the appraisal process. So all DSCR loans require an appraisal to include a 1007 Market Rental Income Survey Report. This report provides an estimate of the property's potential income if it were to be leased out on a traditional 12-month basis. However, this approach could present a challenge as the 1007 market rental income is often significantly less than the potential short-term rental income of a property, making it difficult to reach the necessary DSCR thresholds to qualify. So in specific cases, the 1007 rental survey can be completed with consideration of the rental income generated as a short-term rental. Note that this approach is the topic of ongoing discussion within the appraisal community as it challenges the conventional use of the 1007 form. Not all lenders are created the same, so shop savvy. Now that we understand how DSCR loans work and the types of property income that can be used to qualify, here are some due diligence questions to ask when shopping for potential lenders. As mentioned, not all DSCR lenders view short-term rentals the same way, despite many claiming to be able to finance short-term rentals. While a DSCR lender may, in some cases, be able to finance an STR, it's usually only when market rents qualify, as this is the standard income used for many DSCR lenders. To ensure you have the full suite of income options and prevent changing terms during underwriting, such as loan size reduced due to a lesser-than-expected income being used, rates increasing due to falling in a lower DSCR bracket, etc., you want to ask your potential lending partners the following questions. Make note of these. What type of income did you use to quote this property? Any lender that uses projected STR income can also use market rents to qualify, but the other way around is less likely to be true. It is important to know your lender can use market rents, TTM income, or projections to qualify a loan. Are you able to use projections from AirDNA or Rabu to qualify for this loan? If the lender states they are using market rents to qualify your loan, as it will get you a lower rate, 
you will want to know what happens if the 1007 market rent survey comes back lower than expected. Can the lender use short-term rental income projections to qualify? And if so, how would the terms change? So it's important to know the answers to these questions. You don't want to risk a higher rate or lose your earnest money deposit should terms change significantly after the appraisal report comes back. Are leases required at any time during the underwriting process or after the loan closes? This should be fairly obvious, but short-term rentals by their nature do not have leases in place. And although some DSCR lenders will say they can finance the purchase or even refinance vacant properties, they may have an underwriting condition that requires a lease before or after closing. You want to make sure you have the answer to this question before starting the application process with any lender. Next question, does underwriting know the intended use of this property as an STR? Some loan officers will try their best to use what limited tools they have to close a deal, and sometimes that means trying to qualify with market rents, even if their guidelines strictly say, no STR is allowed, period. Can't blame them for trying, but this is why we shop savvy. What if my property is appraised as a rural market? Yeah, many of the best-performing short-term rental properties are in areas considered rural on an appraisal. So be sure to ask your lender whether any of the loan terms initially quoted would change if your property comes back with this rural designation. With many typical DSCR lenders not familiar with STRs, yeah, there can often be a reduction in leverage, an increase in the rates, or even a denial of the loan altogether if the property is designated rural on the appraisal. Let's take a look at some other advantages of DSCR loans over other types of financing. In addition to being able to use the income of the property as the primary underwriting and qualification method, DSCR loans offer investors many other advantages over other, more traditional types of financing, including the following. Closing in an entity. DSCR loans can be vested in an entity, typically an LLC or corporation. This allows the borrower to keep the loan off their personal credit report, thereby not impacting their personal debt-to-income ratio. This arrangement offers other advantages, such as the ability to bring in on minority or limited partners who can act as investors in a deal without having to be a personal guarantor of the loan. Pro tip here, if you're considering bringing on a limited partner for a deal, be sure to keep the ownership percentage in the entity below 20% for any individual investor if that investor does not want to be a guarantor on the loan. No limit on the number of dollar value of DSCR loans. Unlike conventional loans backed by Fannie and Freddie, DSCR loans do not have a limit on the number or the total dollar value of DSCR loans that a borrower can have. It's pretty cool. So this allows an investor to continue to scale their portfolio if each new property is generating enough income to qualify for the DSCR loan. Potentially higher loan amounts and LTVs too. And similar to that, since the loan is underwritten based on the cash flow of the property, an investor may be able to secure significantly higher loan amounts and LTV, loan-to-value ratio, than they might if they were qualifying for a more conventional type of financing, based on personal income. And the conclusion? DSCR loans are a potentially invaluable tool for real estate investors looking to break into or even expand within the short-term rental market. So by shifting the underwriting focus from the investor's personal income 
to the income generated by the property, these loans offer a unique opportunity for portfolio growth. With an in-depth understanding of DSCR loans, their advantages, and their underwriting process, investors can make informed decisions and maximize their chances of success in the real estate industry. As with any financial venture, due diligence, research, and careful planning are critical to success. Harnessing the power of DSCR loans could pave the way to a prosperous future for the short-term rental investor. So, as you progress in your real estate investment journey, always remember the golden rule. Knowledge is power. Equip yourself with a thorough understanding of DSCR loans and leverage them effectively. You may soon find yourself on the fast track to significant portfolio growth and success in the short-term rental market. That's this Tuesday's show. If you're just getting started with real estate investing and you're ready to jump in on the action, oh yeah, then the Real Estate Rookie Podcast might be for you. Join Ashley Kerr and Tony Robinson for weekly episodes that train rookies just like you. From deal analysis to choosing an investing strategy, these are the experts you want to learn from. Head over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast thingies to find the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Rookie Show. You can also head to biggerpockets.com slash podcasts. Thanks for spending some time with us today, and I'll be back tomorrow. No, really, if I'm not back tomorrow, something's seriously wrong.